the angry tenor. <laughs> Hello everyone, I am your host, John Sayers, and I am the angry tenor. The tenor is angry at climate change and climate change deniers, so the angry tenor will have a special climate change edition, which will go live every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Please join us, and please work to limit your footprint on the climate, and help protect the planet from those who would not. Well, here we are again. It's time to talk climate change and what you and I can do about it. Well, we can do our part anyways, and every little bit counts. So here are some suggestions as to what we as individuals can do to help improve the climate on our planet. I know we are just one country, but the U.S. of A. is very influential once again, and what we do might just catch on. So. The first thing we all need to do is get politically active and vote. Although it's important to take action to reduce the individual carbon footprints, we also need to focus on changing the larger system. That's where we have the greatest opportunity to reduce emissions. Vote for leaders at all levels of government who take climate change seriously. They should commit to setting science-based targets to reduce harmful carbon emissions implementing clear plans to reach those targets, adapting to climate change, and shifting to a clean energy economy. Make sure you are registered to vote and then get informed for all elections, not just the ones that get the most media attention. Candidates' positions on climate change vary widely, so research the parties, ask questions about climate change at town halls or debates, and let your candidates know You are voting for the climate really matters. Now that's the view of Melissa Denchek. Going on from Raven Forbes. Nations around the world are upping their game in the fight against climate change. Trump withdrew us from the Paris Agreement. But despite this reckless move, mayors, state leaders, county officials, governors, major companies, and millions of citizens across our country have pledged that they're still in when it comes to the agreement and supporting the goal of limiting future warming to well below 2 degrees Celsius. Now, it's important to remember the equally vital contributions that can be made by private citizens, which is to say by you and me. And that's the opinion of Oliva Hock, Deputy Director of National Resources Defense Council's Clean Power Plan Initiative. And she goes on to say, Change only happens when individuals take action. There's no other way if it doesn't start with people. Well, the goal is simple. 
Carbon dioxide is the climate's worst enemy. It's released when oil, coal, and other fossil fuels are burned for energy. The energy we use to power our homes, cars, and smartphones, well, by using less of it, we can curb our own contribution to climate change while also saving money. Here are some easy, effective ways each one of us can make a difference. The first one, speak up. What's the single biggest way you can make an impact on global climate change? Talk to your friends and family. Make sure your representatives are making good decisions. And by voicing your concerns via social media, or better yet, directly to your elected officials, you send a message that you care about the warming world. Encourage Congress to enact new laws that limit carbon emissions and require polluters to pay for the emissions they produce. The main reason elected officials do anything difficult is because their constituents make them. You can help protect public lands, stop offshore drilling, and more. Now, choose a utility company that generates at least half its power from wind or solar and has been certified by Green E Energy, an organization that vets renewable energy options. If that isn't possible for you, take a look at your electric bill. Many utilities now list other ways to support renewable sources on their monthly statements and websites. Yeah. The problem with all of that is these people want to keep selling you electricity and they're gonna make it so that you think that they're getting their electricity from renewable sources, but they're gonna sell it to you anyway. So if you have a house and you can afford it and prices are coming down day after day as, as the technology gets better and more and more people jump in to take and put solar panels on your house, you can get to the point where you can generate all of your electricity all by yourself Stay off the grid and not owe your electric company another dime. In fact, you can even get it to the point where they pay you. And that is a fact and it can be done and it is not hard. You know, it's interesting. I live in Florida. I see very few solar panels. Very few. When you go to Germany, I go to Germany a lot. When you go to Germany, there are panels all over the place. This is one of the grayest countries weather-wise that I've ever been to. And uh, especially in the northern part. Well, I was in the northern part here a couple of years ago. And every house, every single building, every store, every big lot store, every barn, every single house had solar. And it works. So keep that in mind. 
and we'll probably have a discussion on solar a little bit later. Now, a few other things you can do. Um, energy efficient appliances, very important. Um, they're certified by some kind of an organization and uh, you can see the little tags when you go to buy a refrigerator or something and, and they do a good job if we all do it. Now you can, take, you can save water waste by taking shorter showers, uh, turn off the tap while brushing your teeth. We've all heard these things. Do we do them? Probably not. But we should be doing them because saving the water can, can, can save tons of energy, 100 million kilowatts a year, and 80,000 tons of global warming pollution will be gone. Now, we all eat, right? Well, let's just make sure that what we buy, we eat. Because 40%, 40%, that's an unbelievable number when you consider the number of hungry in the world. 40% of what we buy here in America goes to waste. Waste. Thrown away. Clean your plates. Throw them away. I remember when I was in the Navy and we came into Hong Kong. And in Hong Kong, there's this whole cadre of women who come out and paint your ship. Doesn't matter what size it is, they'll paint everything above the waterline. And they do a good job. And what do they receive? What do they want? What do they ask for in return? Food. They want you, they stand at the end of the line where you come out after you've eaten and ask you to scrape your plate, scrape your tablet, scrape whatever you've got into their bags. Altogether, that's what they want to paint your ship, food. And we throw away 40% of the food we buy. <sighs> well, now there is something about pulling the plugs too. Um, you know, leaving computers plugged in and everything. These guys are always working in the background, so they're using electricity. And yeah, you'll probably save something, but I, I doubt if you're going to get anybody to go around constantly pulling the plugs on their computer. But it's something to think about. Now, here's something. A fuel-efficient vehicle. If you drive a vehicle, why not drive a fuel-efficient vehicle? You don't have to drive an electric vehicle. I, I understand the problem with electric. Remember, back in 1900, 1903, something like that, an awful lot of the vehicles were electric then. It's amazing how long it's taken for us to get back to the electric vehicle. But the electric vehicles are working really good now, and some of the top automakers are coming out with them, and that's a good thought, a good idea. Um, and once you get one, you'll really love it. I don't drive an electric. I drive a hybrid, and I have been driving a hybrid since 2007, and I love it, and I would not buy any other car than a hybrid or an electric and you should think about doing that too you love the car it's a supercar it's not slow i hate to admit it but i can keep up with the best of them when we're taking off from a light but don't tell anybody okay there is one other thing you can do with your car and that's keep your tires inflated now we've all heard it and we've all heard the republicans make fun of it 
but it is true. Keeping your tires inflated can boost miles per gallon anywhere from 4% to 40%. And a new air filter, a new air filter can get you 10% boost in your mileage. But if you get a hybrid car, you're even further along. I can tell you that I get, you get, you get higher gas mileage in the city with a hybrid than you do on the road. Uh, on the road, I'm averaging right around 52 miles per gallon. In the city, I can get 60. I mean, it's just amazing. I sometimes wonder, I sometimes forget that at one point or another, I have to put gas in the car. And all of a sudden, that stripe starts blinking at me. And I wonder, wow, when's the last time I put gas in this car? I can't remember. So think about it. And think about all these other things. And you have to do something. You have to at least make it known. You have to at least get the politicians to listen to the science. Otherwise, it's going to be too late. I live at 10 feet elevation above sea level. Uh, the folks in Miami and in the Keys, they come even closer to the sea. It won't be long before they disappear. And it won't be long before that lake that's in front of my house right now starts lapping at my doorstep. I don't want that to happen. I'm sure you don't want that to happen. So get out there. Pay attention to climate change. It is real. Well, hope to see you back here on another Thursday. We're going to try and keep this going. There's just so much to talk about. It's just, it's just unbelievable. Uh, don't forget, also on Monday nights is uh, the Angry Tenor, and uh, I will be talking about uh, various things that have to do with opera and or classical music. So tune in, Monday nights at 7, Climate Change, Thursday nights at 7. And that's our show for today. I would like to receive comments, so if you have a comment on this show or any other show, please send it to Heldon Tenore at att.net. That's Heldon Tenore at att.net. Just a reminder, Angry Tenor talks climate change every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. That's the Angry Tenor and climate change, 7 p.m., every Thursday. So, I'm John Sayers, and I am the Angry Tenor. Oh!